We're in the woods this week with Danny Bonaducci, <laughs> Greg Brady, and Alice Cooper for Bigfoot from 2012. I think this might be an asylum movie, Jared. Sci-fi. Oh, it's a sci-fi channel. I apologise. Yeah. I apologise. Yeah. Shouldn't get these things mixed up. No, how could you, really? <laughs> Before we get into this <laughs> cinematic <laughs> feces, uh, quick round table about what you've been watching since we last recorded. I actually got a chance to watch a couple of movies. Shit. A couple of sleepless nights. <laughs> just chucked a couple of movies. A couple of little nighters. <laughs> yeah. I saw Sabotage. Sabotage. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't... I like the idea. The idea is there was There was parts of it that I liked, but it uh, missed the mark. The cast was all right, but it was very unsatisfying in the end. Well, my problem with it was the idea is great, Like, but the idea the idea is a rip-off of, you know, and then there were none or, you know, all that stuff yeah. from from years back. The idea is good, the fact that that's been kind of rejigged into present-day police procedural. But they're all fuckwits. Yeah, all of them. It was really difficult to like any of them. They were. um, I don't know. I found it hard to look at too. Like, (laughs) yeah, it was ugly. It was just yeah. It was uh, very misogynistic. It was very underwhelming. Yeah, which is Um, disappointing because it's made by the same guy who made End of Watch, which is another police procedural, which is far better. Yeah, and he's uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. I'm concerned. I was. I was uh, primed for Suicide Squad. Then this one sort of <laughs> took a little punched bit of the, me in the guts and took a bit of the wind out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else was that on Netflix? I recently dropped on Netflix, so I'm assuming you. It was on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. you'd um, already paid for it. So I already paid it. for it. And then I uh, I stumbled across again free. Didn't have to pay for it because I've already paid. Mm. Wasn't on Netflix, but uh, Fantastic Four, the the latest one. Oh, it was on Netflix. No, no, it's not on no. Netflix, but it was a similar setup that I've already I'd already paid for it and I found it on there. So, how was that? Because that copped a lot of stick. Yeah. I was sort of mixed because I didn't dislike it as much. I think it was just a product of hearing how bad it was that I watched it, thinking, "Yeah, it's all right." And I like Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan, and um, I thought the cast was really good. And in uh, it wouldn't have taken much for it to be quite a good movie because I think they all fit pretty well together. But it was it's really bland and, and just a slog. It's very boring. It's yeah. really, really boring. I hear it's possibly the worst introduction to a, to a superhero character because it's yeah, so it'd be slow up there. and so boring. Although, to be quite blunt, I hated the other two with Jessica Alba and co. Yeah, so, they were oh. too... Kitty almost. Yeah, at least I would this rather, at least had a grittiness to it. Yeah, I would rather rather them take another shot with this cast, but I don't think they're ever gonna get a, get another chance at it. But yeah, it was just it was just really bland and boring. The most fun I had was trying to pick um Kate Mara's wig. Because it's pretty clear after they did reshoots she had a she'd had a short haircut. So they had to put a so wig on there, it. Yeah, and it's really plainly obvious in a lot of shots, so you can just point it out and say reshoot, reshoot. Yeah, I wouldn't it, recommend it. There was that was there was a lot of on set problems. Is that correct? Yeah, I think Josh Trank has kind of and he was cut ruined from his career the, almost. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, he got dropped. Yep. So yeah, interesting that one. Mm. Any other Netflix related? That was it. Tips? Huh? 
That was it. Just a bit of uh, Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. So the, yeah, other two, the, the other two were off for the week. So uh, Those are all travelling. Those two are travelling okay? Yeah. I really uh, I like Supergirl. Legends of Tomorrow is very up and down. There's so many people in the cast that sometimes they they sort of send these characters off in pairs and threes and, and mix them up each week hmm. in little subplots and stuff. And sometimes it works really well and other times... You just get a couple of the dud <laughs> characters mixed together and you're just wasting 10 minutes of screen time. So okay. It's really up and down. Okay. It's had some it's had some like really fun episodes in a couple where they're just sort of treading water. Okay. Well, I watched a little bit of everything. Uh, I watched a documentary called Murder on Sunday Morning. Um, it won the Academy Award in 2002, I believe. Mm. Best documentary. It's all about a young black 15-year-old who was... Uh, pulled in by the police and charged with a shooting outside of Ramada Inn in Florida, and it basically covers the trial. It's done by the same guy who made The Staircase. Oh, okay. Look, you weren't so big on. Well, let me just throw this at you. Admittedly, it was made in 2002, and maybe making a murderer kind of has, has sort of changed the landscape, but it was boring. It was yeah. as boring as hell. Like, it's just... It's just a procedure that they went through. I mean, to me, that's not Academy Award winning. While I was looking it up, it was interesting because I, I looked it up on um, Wikipedia just to see who what it was up against in 2001 or 2002 when it won. It was up against a pretty lean crop. But whilst reading about the documentaries, I, I found out that Touching the Void didn't get nominated. And I'm thinking, Touching the Void is top shelf. It's It's superb. And it doesn't get nominated. This thing wins an Oscar. Ugh, you know. Right. So I'd be better steer clear of the courtroom, mate. Yeah, I just the, the courtroom doesn't lend itself well. And I think mm. even making a murderer, the last couple of episodes when it was courtroom based, it's a slog. Yeah. You realise this is it's quite boring. I mean, it don't get me wrong. Well, look, it was sort of catch twenty two because that was one of the criticisms of making a murderer. That they left stuff out, but then on the flip side, that is what made it entertaining. Yeah, and and you know, look, no disrespect to the people who made this documentary, it's really really well done in terms of the fact that it follows the the, the prosecutor that was the defence guy who's working for the fifteen year old, and he's really good. He's really really switched on, and you sort of see the mechanics of it all, and you see how he basically takes these guys on the stand who are saying one thing and it essentially just just destroys them. He just destroys their story in seconds, you know. It's almost as if you're just talking out of your ass. Mm. And that's really good to watch. It is interesting to watch. But then it just it just sort of goes through the motions and I just found it very, very sl- much of a slog. So, so in trying to avoid not slogging, I, I, I watched a I watched a, a slasher movie from two thousand and ten, probably one of the better slasher movies of recent time. My Super Psycho Sweet Sixteen. Right. It was an MTV series. Yeah. It was really really entertaining. The first one's really entertaining. The others, not so much. <laughs> but the first one works like a an eighties slasher. And uses all the right tropes, and and it's gory, it's fun, it's you know all that stuff's happening, and it's a real a real one to check out if you're a slasher fan. Mm. And the last one was Stallone. I went to Stallone territory, bullet to the head. Mm, oh wow, you really sort of gone into <laughs> <laughs> very right. low sort low of Stallone. Yeah, look, it wasn't too bad. 
It, it's kind of entertaining. Look, Stallone never, never. I haven't watched a Stallone movie where I haven't sort of come out with, with something reasonably entertaining for the most part. Yeah. He he barely sort of. You don't watch a lot of Sloan flicks and then go, "Gee, that was just absolute low of the lowest of the low." Yeah, you get entertainment. Some yeah. entertainment value, and it was reasonably entertaining. Mm. I tell you what, mate, for a bloke who's sixty six, he's cut to ribbons. He's absolutely <laughs> carved. Yeah. I'm serious. He's just he he just looks like a wrinkly version <laughs> of what he used to be. Uh, mildly entertaining, probably not really. I wouldn't call it a recommend. Right. Okay. There's better ones on Netflix. This was a Netflix one, so. Well, I was just I was, going, uh, going back to Sabotage for a second. Would you suggest that um, Arnie was sleepwalking through that one? Because Arnie can't afford to sleepwalk in the acting <laughs> stage. <laughs> he needs to turn Arnie up. needs to be wide awake. It's to be red bulled up the wazoo and ready. Yeah. He needs to be pumped and ready to rock and roll, but he was just sort of turning up mumbling lines. <laughs> I think the problem with Sabotage is it needed, and this is no disrespect to Arnie because I love Arnie. I love Arnie, but I think Arnie works in a certain wheelhouse. Mm. And this movie needed a really strong anchor. It needed a performance from somebody that you could legitimately sit there and think, I'm not sure if this guy's on the, on the, on the take or he's not. Yeah. It had to be somebody where it was conflicted. And I think I said this when I mentioned it very early on. Someone like your Denzel Washington or someone like that would have been perfect. Yeah. yeah Arnie's, <laughs> Arnie's furrowed brow and poked out bubble, bubble. Really sort of and stupid hairdo. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Like a> ridiculous <laughs> hairdo. And they've got all these stupid nicknames like monster and dickhead and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> like it, you can't tell. I mean, I don't know about drug enforcement. But surely they don't get a motley crew of dick <laughs> dickheads <laughs> who are skirting the law yeah. to do the work. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure about the uh, accuracy of the depiction. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that was that was everything for me. Right. <laughs> All right. So you didn't have any more? We can't prolong uh, this any further. God, I wish I did. All right. We'll take a break. Here's the trailer for uh, 2012 sci-fi original, <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> you have had another all-night ride with the one, the only, R.V. Henderson. We got two days to clear all those trees. This festival is destroying 50 acres of South Dakota forest. The desecration stops now. We need you just couldn't stay out of my spotlight, could you? Let's hear it for Elvis Cooper! Get the National Guard! Nature attacked us in self-defense. Whoa! What's the job? We're gonna kill Biggs. Picking up something on the infrared. Hope that's gonna be big enough. The only reason you want to kill Big is just to piss me off. A hootenanny? We need a full airstrike on the top of Mount Rushmore. Slow down! I wish your mother were here. Bigfoot, 2012. Directed by Bruce Davison. He's actually an actor. Uh, He played the deputy sheriff in the movie. He was once nominated for an Oscar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not for his <Yeah>. direction. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I was thinking, I, yeah, I recognised him. He was in X-Men. Mm. Produced by David... He won't be the next one. <laughs> <laughs> produced by David Michael Latt, who produced the Sharknado films. Yeah. Screenplay by Brian Brinkman, from who did Meteor Apocalypse, and Micho Rutari, Megashark vs. Crocosaurus. Shit. It says, Daddy Bodaducci as Harley Anderson. He was in the Partridge family. Barry Williams as Simon Quint from the Brady Bunch. See what they've done there. Mm. And Sherilyn Finn, who was in Twin Peaks as Sheriff Becky Alvarez. The budget is unknown, and the box office is not applicable considering it was probably a sci-fi original. Would have been on direct, specifically for TV. Couldn't possibly have gone to the cinemas. <laughs> no. <laughs> Quick synopsis. <laughs> Daddy Bonaduce's putting on a 80s-themed rock concert in a small town of Deadwood, I think it was Deadwood, called. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interrupted by a massive Bigfoot creature who proceeds <laughs> to chew everyone's head off and step on people left and right. Ah. Uh. I'm going to kick this one off. I'm okay. going to have to go with one out of five because I gave Avalanche Shark one out of five. <laughs> <laughs> but as I said in that episode, one out of five is not good. <laughs> no. I'm going to use an analogy around this movie and Avalanche Sharks. Does it involve um, pitching wedges and <laughs> drivers? Or... No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, when we watched Avalanche Shark, I felt like I'd been kicked hard in the balls and just went down on my knees <laughs> into the fetal position. We watched The Rock. I was picked back up. Now <laughs> I've watched this. It's like some bricks come along and kick me in the balls again. I've <laughs> 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 just gone down in a sack of, in a massive heap. I mean, you picked Avalanche Sharks, so that was like you kicked yourself in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just deliberately went, <laughs> Self dick tapped me. <laughs> uh, this movie is fucking just a turd. Like, it's just. <laughs> it fails to satisfy on any level. It's not even, again, like Avalanche Sharks. You can't even cop it as some sort of B movie sort of cheese. No. It's one out of five. Yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking it's a one out of five myself. I've learned a lesson here, though. I've learned, I've learned a life lesson. Um, what is it? <laughs> I really just... I was sick to death of you propping up with this crap and making me watch it. <laughs> and I thought, no, nah, buggy yeah, I'm going to return serve with a little bit of rubbish of my own. And I, it was just much like I punched myself in the balls too. Like, I've learned that. I shouldn't stoop to other people's <laughs> levels and I should take the high road in life. <laughs> I should stay up there and let... <laughs> and just... Let what are you, you saying? <laughs> Would you prefer to leave me as the lone shit flinger? Yeah, 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 pretty much. Well, I'd prefer to leave you trudging through the piles of steaming mess whilst you're trudging the, long, uh, the, the, the low road. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll stay up high and breathe, you know, breathe the fresh air. <laughs> but yeah, basically, you're right. It's a, it's a one out of five. 
big misfire. I think they really pl- they really pegged. <laughs> I don't even think it was there was anything in the chamber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Forget about misfire. I'm firing blanks, <laughs> and they still misfired. <laughs> but I think it's uh, it was just it was pitched totally wrong. I've got feelings on what a Bigfoot movie should be if you want to have a half decent one, and this didn't <laughs> didn't hit any of it. I think. Look, let's get this out of the way straight away. What's worse, avalanche sharks or Bigfoot? Avalanche sharks. Yeah, I would agree. Avalanche sharks is worse because I think at least Bigfoot, of the faint praise I will give it, <laughs> it it's a little bit, its tongue's a little bit further in its cheek. Yeah. Does it have a couple of sort of minor jokes at yeah. their expense? And it delighted in the shit CGI. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. That CGI is just barrel bottom stuff, isn't it? Oh, and what I do, what I love about it is they don't even look at it and go, ooh, that's shit, we better keep that on the side, not not seen very often. Nah, let's no. ram it down your throat yeah, before yeah, let's chuck it on screen every minute. It only took, it, it was less than a minute in, we had, oh, no. we had Bigfoot on screen. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and he likes, Jared. Not many. Not oh, you've actually all. got more than one? Yeah, but they're very minor. I've got one. Okay, you go first then. You know I'm a bit of a sucker for some scenery. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of trees. This had snowbound (laughs) mountains, wilderness, and it was a small town. You love it. You had me. (laughs) You had me for a minute. What I love is they opened all that... And so I immediately sort of came forward in my chair, then Bigfoot <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately went oh, that's, that's done it. Oh Christ. Okay. <laughs> I had yeah, I had a couple of likes. Oh, One boy. of them was um there was a bit where Bonaducci and Greg Brady <laughs> first encounter each other. Mm. And there's a couple of sort of thinly veiled thinly veiled shots about, you know, the characters. They're talking in character, but they're thinly veiled sort of uh, references to those two actually being child stars and yeah, things like okay. that. I had a, I got a half a chuckle, barely even a chuckle. <laughs> I got a half a chuckle from one or two of them. Okay, that's it. Um, and the other one was Alice Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> for the thirty seconds he's in there, the bloke has the best delivery of anybody in yeah, the movie. That's right, and was the closest to getting a gag out. Yeah. He says that shit about, um, what does he say? There was some, I got a slight chuckle. I think, no, no, I think my lip twitched as yeah. a partial smile when he. Talking when he, about, oh, you, you do know I was here to promote my book on golf. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to promote my book on golf. <laughs> that was about as funny as it got. <clears throat> yeah. All right, dislikes. Oh, I had a three page essay. <laughs> <laughs> A strongly worded <laughs> piece. Let's just get straight to it. We're a minute in, and this ridiculous-looking CGI monster comes out of no, out of the the bushes, and they don't even try to hide it. It's not even. I mean, I know this is not going to be a suspense film, hmm. but maybe just an off-camera or a swipe of a hand or something like that. Yeah. And move on, but nah. Let's immediately get this CGI-looking thing yeah. out there. Look, I wasn't, I wasn't so surprised by that because I have seen one or two other sci-fi slash asylum <laughs> originals, and that's 
just stock standard. They know it looks like crap, but they're going to throw it at you for the whole movie. Mm. And this was the whole movie. Fuck, we were getting CGI cars and yeah, helicopters, helicopters and CGI Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bone to pick with a Mount Rushmore situation, but I'll get to that. I've got an overarching one for the whole movie. <laughs> Personally, I think a Bigfoot movie, if you're going to get one right, which seems like nobody, nobody <laughs> It's got to be more is that, just Sorry, before you get started, is Bigfoot like copyright of shit studios? <laughs> <laughs> so nobody, none yeah. of the big studios are allowed to get involved yeah. with Bigfoot? So when you know when you sign on the dotted line and, and, and have the rights to the character, it says specifically in the contract, must be a shit film. <laughs> yeah, you know, Pretty much. Um, Universal Pictures are putting together a, a Bigfoot film, with Spielberg at the helm and you know, top stars, and then they go, ah, hang on. Sci-fi channel just rang us. <laughs> They've got the rights to Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't... It seems that, that way, and I think they've also got the rights to sharks in general. <laughs> oh, fuck. But, I mean, Bigfoot should be, should be like, um, fodder for a decent creature feature. Yeah. And what I think the problem with this one in particular was is... Personally, I think Bigfoot should have more in common with Jason than it should with fucking King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, this one decided to make Bigfoot fucking the size of a building. So, yeah, that's right. Big Bigfoot should be like Predator, about seven yeah. foot tall. Yeah. That's about it, you know. Yep. It's, it's a big, live sort of creature that Yeah. That a little, little bit of Predator, a little bit of Jason in that sort of... Yeah. Um, Ridiculous kind of feats of strength and stuff like that. Snapping people in half and yeah, crushing people. Yeah, exactly. and, and this one just missed that. I think there's a couple on the way. Like, I saw the preview for one called Valley of the Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> it actually looks like it's more on that path. So I'll probably, Valley I'll probably get Sasquatch. you. To, I'll probably get you to watch that one. <laughs> you said you'd take the high road. Yeah, but you know, you I can, that's a high road. When you're not looking, I can just go, <laughs> go, go for a run on the low road. <laughs> Go for a quick sprint and then get back up on the high road before you notice. <laughs> uh, Valley of the Sasquatch. I'll keep my eyes out. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Look, in a way, that exists, the one that I saw, Yeah, is actually works quite well for about 40 minutes. Yeah. Because it's found footage and because it's all shaky cameras and stuff, the idea of seeing the what you think is, obviously it is Bigfoot, but you don't see it well enough. Initially, and it's kind of creepy to yeah. see this thing suddenly moving in amongst the bushes. And I think Lost Coast Tapes is a similar similar vibe. It's found footage. Yeah, Willow Creek. Willow well. Creek. I saw Willow Creek, and Willow Creek was good. The last twenty minutes was good, but the rest of it was pretty pretty average. But let's wasn't get back it, to this. in the courtroom by chance. No, nah, it wasn't in the courtroom. <laughs> All right. There's a scene at the start where they chain themselves to a bulldozer. Yes. The bulldozer starts driving off. With the people chained to it? Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> the, 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 the sheriff just kind of goes, hmm? yeah. And the people <laughs> and, that... Even Greg Brady, who told these people to chain themselves to it, <laughs> he just kind of stands there like an idiot. <laughs> and it doesn't look like the bulldozer is actually moving. It looks like they're playing a sort of meek game of tug of war or something. <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> yeah. Uh, the acting... Is pure shit. Oh, Bonaduce is fucking horrendous. <laughs> He's horrendous. And I know, you know, it's sci-fi. I'm not expecting Oscar-winning efforts, but Jesus, he's like, 
don't know. It's, it was distractingly bad, which is saying a fair bit for a soft uh, Well, when Alice Cooper's the best actor in the movie, you know you've got problems. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, Greg Brady is also pretty bad. Yeah. He's he a little better be than Bonaduce. He seems to be at least hamming a little more, whereas I don't know what Bonaduce's doing. It doesn't... <laughs> it's not ham. It's not, I, I, don't I don't think Bonaduce knows what he's doing uh, either. Well, Bonaduce was also involved in my favourite line of the whole movie when he sits down and sort of... Uh, he walks on to where they're clearing the trees. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you know, Harley Anderson or whatever. And the, the foreman goes, yeah, I know, I've met you many times. <laughs> I don't know whether that was just like I forgot my mind just came up here. Yeah, or whether it was you know to illustrate how much of a how much of a goose Bonaduce was, and that he didn't you know he didn't really give a shit about people. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was meant to be. It but came it off as just now. Cheryl and Finn is also in this movie, and mm. I always thought she was a better actress than this. She'd actually been in some reasonable stuff. I think she... Boxing her <laughs> I mean... He, well, that required a lot of emoting with nothing but your face. <laughs> couldn't actually... You couldn't get animated and sort of throw any gestures She certainly couldn't hands. kick and gouge. Could she exactly. didn't have any legs or arms. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that shit. I've got to be honest with you. Okay. I caught. I think I caught it on a over a couple of separate viewings when they used to chuck it on at midnight every now and then on Channel Ten. <laughs> you were pulling a couple of all nighters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boxing yeah, later. Right. That's looks interesting. That chick's just a, a head and a torso in a box. <laughs> Why? Let me sort of dig deeper into it. <laughs> there's a there's a picture of the sheriff, which is Cheryl and Finn. Where she, you know how they keep talking about her father? Yeah. And how he died and all this sort of stuff, and he'd be proud and everything. And then she looks at a picture of her and her father together. Yeah. It's just two. It's a picture of young Cheryl and Finn and some bloke clumsily yeah, <laughs> stuck together side by side. Yeah. It's pretty good. That was the best uh, <laughs> effects work in the movie, I thought. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, actually, uh, speaking of actors. I couldn't, I, I can't put into words my disappointment at seeing Andre Royo slumming it in this. Who's Andre this, uh, Royo? The guy that, uh, he plays the hunter. Oh, yeah. Who is he? He's, uh, well, he's from the, he was on The Wire. I know him from The Wire. God, and he's hit hard times. Well, honestly, he put in one of the great TV performances of all time on The Wire. And this is just, I saw him on screen and I... I was just overcome with sadness at what's, what's happened to What are you saying? Career. You're saying Bruce Davis would go get a good performance out oh, of the Well, I don't think anyone's going to, you know, turn up to a, to a set of a sci-fi movie going, this is, my, this is my chance to get back in, you know. I'm back in the game? Back in the good graces. Yeah. I, look, I think the, the, the sadness comes when you look at these people and you think, this is about paying the bills. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You well, he's the bloke, he's the one that played the, he was a... Uh, a drug addict mm. in the wire, and he's the guy that has this tale of, I don't know how true it is. I believe he told it himself. But when he was on the on set shooting one day, an actual drug addict gave him 
some drugs and said, you look like you need it more than I do. Right, and okay. he was like, that was my validation. That was my street Oscar, I believe he called it. Yeah. That yeah. I was doing something right. That, you know, And his performance in the show was fantastic. What do you think his validation on Bigfoot was? Oh, <laughs> a hot meal and a fucking oh, paycheck at the end of it? Oh, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, um, you're not really going into sci-fi movies without the thought of, I'm just getting paid. That's it. No, but I, I mean, you look at it, well, you are, you are just getting are paid. They, are there levels of sci-fi quality? No. Okay, so you're telling me it's just one? It's like a, it's like a, um, it's just one big mark of quality, the sci-fi Brand basically one high quality <laughs> effort after another. I've been getting away but with the, it. For years. The difference is Andre Royo was on the wire. I mean that wrapped up less than ten years ago. I think it wrapped up in two thousand and eight or something like yeah. that. This was two thousand twelve. Four years later, the bloke's making Bigfoot movies in the woods. So it's a bit of a difference sci-fi. from the. It's a bit of a difference from Brady and the Douche because they're, <laughs> they're they were child actors who've been kind of the butt of the joke for years and yeah. we'll just take this sort of job because they're in that phase of money's money. Yeah, and you also know? what they're doing is trading upon that that old... Yeah. What they used to do when they were kids, you know, yeah. trading upon it and, and and doing all that. It's a bit like, you know, Hasselhoff. Yeah, sort exactly. Of getting trudged <laughs> out for every uh, everything, no demanding to crap on about how he's the Hoff and, you know, yeah, make all these puns about the Hoff. Yeah, so it was kind of when I saw him... When I saw Andre Royo, that was the only one I was like, "Oh, what is he doing?" <laughs> but I guess you gotta you gotta make a, make a living somehow. Man's gotta eat. Man's gotta eat. Um, they say the concert will bring five thousand people. Mm. Looks like about twenty. Yeah, the numbers were off. <laughs> <laughs> There's about twenty. Twenty's a stretch. Is it about ten? Watching Alice Cooper. A lot of clothes. Some dickhead in a, in a Bigfoot costume <laughs> yeah. for some reason. A lot of there's a lot of tight shots. <laughs> yeah, and then there's about ten people mulling around the toilet block. Yeah, at exactly. One point. Exactly. Um, the festival was not a success. <laughs> I think they make mention of that. So at least they they have the foresight to go. Yeah, well, yeah. We're making mention it was supposed to be 5,000. And he keeps saying, Sting's coming. And I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, I hope Sting hasn't seen this. Uh, if he's not on the phone to his uh, publicist going, get in contact with these dickheads. <laughs> I don't want my name associated with this. The thing, that was another one of my dislikes. If you're going to go this route with the CGI and trying to make it a grand scale rather than just sort of a, a creature in a woods movie... You gotta go fully tongue in cheek. Just, just try and make almost every line a bit of a laugher or <clears throat> yeah, over the top, ridiculous. There wasn't enough. Like there was no, it was, there wasn't a laugh to be had. No, yeah, no, no. Other than Alice Cooper with a mild, no. mild giggle. Yeah, you know the funny thing is, it would have cost less money to put a dude in a suit and had him running around the woods. Yeah. Than what it cost to have all that ridiculous stuff going. Yeah. On. But the the whole eighties festival. Would have provided numerous, numerous gags. opportunities for gags. You know, oh, Sting was caught at the airport. That's when you start making gags about why Sting's not there and make it some sort of stupid... Make it something that Sting does want to sue about. Yeah, <laughs> but also, Jared, I always thought the 80s concert was going to be kind of the third act. Yeah. And then 10 minutes ten in, minutes we're, in at we're at concert. the concert. Yeah. And I'm thinking, where are we going from here? What's going to happen? I think maybe, in the, maybe after they started <laughs> shooting, somebody said... Um, this script's this, 25 pages yeah, long. <laughs> uh, we've only got 10 people to turn up. We've only got 10 extras today. 
Mm. Oh shit! Okay, drag the concert forward. <laughs> Pull the concert forward and get out the CGI guys and the helicopters and tanks. Yeah. Bigfoot's constantly kind of hunched over mm. when he runs. He looks like he needs to take a shit or something. He's like, <laughs> can I tell you something else? He's constantly doing. Seems to be constantly sneaking up on people, even though, <laughs> even though he's the size of a building. And when he walks, it goes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just uh, somebody he, just he, goes, he's, Ooh. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's certainly healthy. He must be tiptoeing until he's right on top of him. Yeah. There was a couple of shots where um people are like sort of they're amongst the trees and he's supposedly hiding in the forest. But then when you see him, he's taller than the trees. Yeah. And nobody sees him <laughs> until he emerges from Nobody's the tree. looked up. <laughs> but also, Jared, he's not exactly Pushing trees aside and stepping through quietly, is he? No, well, so you think you'd hear the sound of yeah. shit falling over. My favourite one was when the guy goes, I've got a heat signature. It's yeah. about 20 metres away, but thinking, I can't see anything. You don't what? even need the fucking heat signature. <laughs> the, the thing is crashing through yeah. the bushes. If it's 20 metres away, it's blocking out the sun, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the, you, you don't see it? Like... Yeah. And using the kind of alien motion sensor yeah. thing, and it's like, this oh. is just so stupid. Yeah. You can see it coming from 100 metres away. Yeah. So it's, they're happy to go with that ridiculous kind of, don't, don't uh, t- pay too much attention to that sort of stuff. But then when they make something like that so fucking glaringly obvious over and over, yeah. it's just, oh, come on, just put a bit of effort in there somewhere. I also love the fact that they they took quite they used quite a bit of budget money to um, put the police car together. Mm. The sheriff's police car honestly looks like an old uh, Commodore. <laughs> Somebody's attached a pair of lights to. It's got no hubcaps. It's got no. It's got no side decal that says police. It's got nothing. Yeah, but it's a you know it's a sort of backwards town. So <laughs> there must be yeah they're getting the cast offs from the big city police yeah, departments and they work their way down. <laughs> By the time they get down to Deadwood, they're twenty year old models. And- <laughs> And honestly, if you can't call yourself Deadwood. The other one, yeah. in, the other one in the carpool was a Datsun, I think. One eighty B with a choke that kept coming and coming. <laughs> you pulled it out of the fucking. <laughs> the choke would dangle down near your feet because it was so far gone. Oh, oh, I love the old chokes. Remember, it was freezing cold. The car, my old car. Oh, sorry for this uh, ridiculous side side shuffle, but I used to have an old two-door Corolla, 76, and you'd come out that, yeah, the freezing cold winter mornings here, the thing would be iced up to the max, and so I'd try and start the car, get nothing. Nothing. And, of course, you'd go, put the choke on. <laughs> that should do it. <laughs> you'd pull the choke out. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, the good old days. Basically, uh, they had to fucking push start it every time. Now, Greg Brady keeps crapping on throughout the movie because he's uh, some sort of environmentalist or something. They never really give you the full story, but he's kind of crapping on about how we need to save Bigfoot. Mm. And this is after Bigfoot has chewed the heads <laughs> of about 20 people. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and what I love is they, they're basically reusing that footage constantly of yeah. him picking someone up and ripping their head off or stepping on them. Yes, over and over. Just mirrored 
and constantly being used. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, Cutting corners uh, in the sci-fi network. Uh, no, yeah, of course. Now, there's a scene. There's a scene on the river with two two sets of guys in diggies. Yeah. That I just about wet my pants. <laughs> There's a Bigfoot comes out of nowhere and lands in the the river, and yeah. one of the guys is trying to <laughs> row. He's trying, <laughs> yeah, he's trying right. to row the boat, and he's just going nowhere. <laughs> the, the oars are not even touching the water. <laughs> <laughs> and Bigfoot's boo 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 coming out. This guy's here, just going nowhere. <laughs> the whole uh, both dinghies just get destroyed. And then we come across, we come across <laughs> one of the characters advising us that Bigfoot smells like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have actually, I think that might have actually been a reviewer. <laughs> I think it might have been an extra who, who said, actually said the script smells like garbage, <laughs> and they just put over the top of the script with Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, basically, that line of dialogue sums the entire movie up. <laughs> Pretty much. We get Mount Rushmore. This is where I'm getting my little rant about You're getting upset. Well, Mount Rushmore is... A massive monument in America. Fuck, mate. It's well, not so- fucking five metres away from some shithole town yeah. in the middle of nowhere. But um, by that point, I'd got past upset and was more of a sort of, you know, uh, reflecting and why did I Thinking watch this movie? Why, why have I gone down the low road this time? Yeah. You sort of fell into the trap, didn't you? I, I threw, did. I baited you with avalanche sharks yeah. and you oh, came yeah. firing back. Never again. There's uh, the other thing I love about these sorts of movies is there's absolutely no attempt at any realism. So Bonaduce's up in a helicopter, and yet he's talking like me and you are talking right now. Like there's no inference that there's rotor yeah. noise or. Did you notice that when one of the uh, helicopters crashed, too, when they shoot it, they're pretty much just shooting very tightly on the edge of the helicopter so they didn't have to bother wrecking anything. <laughs> <laughs> they just show you the hint of, the, you know, the side of the helicopter. <laughs> it's in a way, it's kind of, uh, Excuse, in a way you've got to admire. <laughs> the, the, the kind yeah, of dime store yeah. filmmaking going on here. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like... I wonder what the budget was. Well, it's kind of like they just get handed a bag of cash and say, you know, see how far you can make this go. <laughs> yeah. If you can give us 90 minutes, yeah. <laughs> we're happy. Pretty Look, much. If you can give us 70 minutes, we're probably happy. Yep. There's a cut on, or a bruise on the sheriff's face in the last 40 minutes. Starts off about that big, about the size of a 20 cent piece. Mm. And then the next scene, it's one side of her face. <laughs> and then the <laughs> next scene, it's about that big. And then back to one side. It's fucking massively changing left and right. That's I'm almost surprised like it didn't appear on the other side of her yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bigfoot itself is a bit like that too. So it's been changing <laughs> yeah. size too. Where, After it had been burned. Yeah, yeah. It turns, by the end of it, it turns into King Kong. It's climbing up Mount Rushmore and that. But early in the movie, like I said, it comes out of the woods and you can see it. It picks something up that looks like a bloody Lego man. Like, it yeah. picks somebody up 
And then the next time you see it, it's standing next to the bulldozer, and it's only just a little bit higher. Yeah, than the bulldozer. yeah, that's right. It's it's size differs oh, depending it's all over on the, the shop. <laughs> Absolutely all over the place. Um, there's a scene where Greg Brady's girlfriend is killed in the cave. I couldn't tell which one was his girlfriend. There was about four girls she was sort of the, constantly um, hanging around him. Yeah, it was one of those girls, but I think it was yeah. the girl you saw. I know the one you're talking about. And he lets loose was possibly the most half-assed scream or <laughs> cry of pain I've ever heard. He just kind of goes, Ah! <laughs> it's like, fucking fucking, he's not even interested. Yeah, it's like it's, it was kind of, it reminded me of a Rowan Atkinson kind of, oh, bugger. And we just kind of move on. <laughs> yeah, it's a one-taker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he said. I think somebody said, let's do that again. And Brady was saying, I'm not getting paid to do it again. And then somebody else was telling the director, Psst, we don't have enough cash to do it again anyway. Okay, let's move on. Got it. <laughs> it seems that they took a similar approach with modern Ducci's entire performance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they went. They looked at the. Uh, they, they looked at the initial dailies of modern Ducci and said, "He's in, he's in one take, mate. <laughs> we will best stick with one take. We will get the best out of him." Yeah, Bruce Davison must have just been. <laughs> Shit! What have I done? Every time he saw the. Every time he saw the dailies. Ah, oh, imagine watching the dailies for this. How do you fix it? <laughs> I guess you haven't really got a studio breathing down your neck going, oh, we're not like, we don't like what we see. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. one breathing down your neck going, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, look, there's a few things wrong in the background there, but who gives a shit? <laughs> the, the movie kind of refuses to end. <laughs> Look, it's I will 85 say this. minutes of hell I will say this It felt like a long 85 <laughs> minutes But it felt like about 60 Compared to Avalanche Sharks <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I believe I said that Avalanche Sharks Was 85 minutes and felt like 185 minutes Whereas this feels more like one hour, uh, Two hours Two hours. Yeah. It, it was a slog yep. But there's about 25 different plans Concocted oh. to catch or kill Bigfoot And it's like it's like basically they're just they are just desperately trying to pad. It seems like they flesh out a couple of characters and a couple of well, not really flesh out. They make a couple of characters with a couple of motivations, and then just say, just go from scene to scene and make <laughs> them do something. <laughs> they say that's why he's here. Now just make him do something. I mean, look, I, I don't really want to harp on poor old Bruce Davison's. Efforts, but the man's an Oscar nominated actor. He must understand the business of filmmaking, and this is not it. No, yeah, this is not it. I mean, maybe again, he's also falling on hard times, he's looking for work, mm. you know. So maybe oh, he just shit. picked it up as a paycheck, quick and, turnaround, easy paycheck, yeah. And you know, it's he's directing it as well, so he probably thought, well, you know, let's do something that's pretty easy, mm. not going to tax me too much. Uh, there's also a scene that I really loved where one of the soldiers has Bigfoot directly in the centre of the crosshairs, and yet he says, I can't get a clear shot. <laughs> <laughs> there's too much bad CGI in the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can't get a clear shot. Are you looking? <laughs> Is he doing a Frank Drebin and he's using the wrong eye? Yeah. <laughs> Either that or he's saying, somebody's playing an Atari or something in front of me. And I can't actually see the Bigfoot. 
I can only see the, the bad graphics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah someone's playing a Seeker set. <laughs> oh, God. And then at the end, Jared, I still don't know, understand what I got at the end. No, I'm a fucking what. monument to them. <laughs> to a couple of shit blokes who acted like wankers for an entire movie. Yeah. Well, I just thought to myself, what are we... Like, what are we doing here? We've sort of... <laughs> we've got... We've got these guys... Uh, sort of at the top of Mount Rushmore trying to, you know, finish things off. And then that happened and we've got a monument to them. I just thought, what the fuck just happened? I mean, this isn't the sort of movie where we go for the downer ending, is it? It's one of them have, you know, finished it off and then... I don't know, walked off into the sunset or yeah. something? Oh, I don't know. Also, I, the Bonaduce of the monument looks really weird. <laughs> I think at this point, you get, you, you're past the point of trying to get us emotionally invested in it. <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> that ship's almost gone around the world and is docking back at port. Like, maybe they thought that it would get come around all the way around. Maybe they could land, jump on it <laughs> on the way through. I think yeah. so. Although, I think that they used the the part of the, the Bonaduce monument as to, to do his actual scene. <laughs> <laughs> what I also like is it also finishes with some sort of upbeat pop song. I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw the first name of the credits, I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> you did not want your eyes assaulted any further. <laughs> so they've gone for the downer ending but, and finished yeah, with finish a, a, a pop. soaring pop <laughs> <laughs> effort. Oh, what would you compare it to? Oh, it sounded like something... A bag of uh, shit. <laughs> it sounded like something out of the fucking 80s. Uh, maybe a Tiffany or something like that. Oh, maybe yeah. Martika. Well, Debbie Gibson does movies with him, she doesn't does. she? So, maybe so it Tiffany. Was a, yeah, yeah, there you go. Maybe they recorded a duet or something. Maybe. Jesus. I think that's all I had. Yeah, that was all I had. And yeah. even if I didn't, I don't feel like talking about <laughs> it anymore. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's take one last break and then let everyone know what's going to be on next episode. It will hopefully be better than this. People have been seeing for years. The last thing we need is more paranoia. I think the only reason you want to kill Bigfoot is just to piss me off. The Partridge family's Danny Bonaducci and the Brady Bunch's Barry Williams in an all-new movie event, Bigfoot, premieres this Saturday at 9, only on Sci-Fi, part of the most dangerous month on television. After a little bit of butting heads, we've decided to go down the Van Damme route. We were so impressed by his greasy mullet last episode... We decided to go with Hard Target. Hmm. We haven't told Gibbo this, so hopefully he's also on board. He'll be on board. <laughs> I'm looking look forward mullet. to being in the bayou with John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> you can look at that mullet for 90 minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, true. If you want to get in contact with us, our email address is thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia, and also at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Until next episode, enjoy your movie watching and we'll catch up with you later. Cheers.
Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.